Hey guys, my name is Grace and thank you for listening to Dream Green. In today's episode, I'll talk about how to make your school more sustainable. And after, I'll cover some recent environmental news. Okay, let's get started. The easiest way to start the journey to sustainability in a school is by starting a green club. At my school, we have multiple clubs like this and they really help the school stay eco-conscious. Find students who are interested in making their school more eco-friendly. I'd recommend setting a small goal to get them started and then encouraging them to think more, more big picture ideas. For example, maybe make more of an effort to get the school to start recycling more. There are so many ways to do this, like maybe creating a recycling bin decorating contest or an obstacle course or even just adding more recycling bins helps. You can also create a day that students are encouraged to pick up trash around the school grounds. If you can, try and ask if students could get service hours for it. That would not only make the school cleaner, but also get more students aware of how much trash ends up on the ground, and as a result, they may be more conscious of where they put their trash in the future. You can also try rallying students to ask for solar panels. It may be a pricey way to become a green school, but it's one that pays off. Plus, schools often have flat roofs, which are a natural fit for solar panels. Once you get a teacher on board, bring it up to your school's administration. While you're there, you can also ask the school to switch cleaning products to natural, environmentally friendly products. One of the green clubs at my school did something that I thought was really interesting and I wanted to bring it up. My school has a small courtyard and they created a garden there. All you have to do is find a space on the school grounds for a garden and ask a teacher to get students and faculty interested. Another idea is to convince your school to eliminate food waste by adding a compost bin in the cafeteria. Then create a compost team that is responsible for transporting the scraps to a bigger outdoors bin every day. You can connect this idea to the garden idea because compost is a great way to add nutrients to your soil. Request green books to be added to your school library. Usually, students can request books to be sent to the library and this can make students more aware of environmental topics. Going back to creating a club, you can also create an environmental vision statement with members and share it with your school board. After analyzing all the changes your school has made, you can get your school Green Seal certified or aim for an official honor from Project Green Schools. Finally, once you've met your recycling and sustainability goals for the year, find a creative way that your school can celebrate its accomplishments. That's all the tips I have on how to make your school more sustainable, but don't go just yet. Here are three recent environmental news stories. To start off, I'll talk about a new species of glider that was discovered. For many years, scientists suspected that an Australian marsupial known as the greater glider was more than one species. The researchers observed that the gliders were often different colors and sizes, but they didn't have evidence to show that they weren't the same type of animal. A new study confirmed what the scientists suspected. 
DNA was taken from the greater gliders in three different regions of Australia, and that showed that there are actually three different species of the marsupial. By pollinating plants, bees play a key role in sustaining life on Earth. Until recently, no one knew where on the planet most of the insects lived. A new study by researchers from Asia has provided the first global map of bee species. Species maps help scientists learn more about a specific animal and how to protect it. They can study how the animal might be affected by changes to its habitat, like new roads or buildings, and threats like climate change. There are more than 20,000 bee species, from tiny ones that don't sting to some as big as a human thumb. The researchers created the map by reviewing almost 6 million records of bees in public databases. They compared that with a list of known bee species. The results showed that bees prefer to live in dry areas with mild temperatures rather than in damp tropical places. This surprised scientists because many animals prefer the warm, humid regions around the equator. North of the equator, bees live along a geographical band that includes Colorado, North Africa, and the Himalayan mountains. In the south, bees occupy dry parts of South America's Andes Mountains and South Africa. The experts think areas with more plants and flowers, like deserts, offer bees better food resources than damp regions thick with trees, like rainforests. Asian short-clawed otters can teach one another how to solve puzzles to get food, according to a new study. The research showed that otters have a good long-term memory. They could remember how to solve a puzzle even after a gap of several months. Scientists from the University of Exeter observed groups of otters at three different locations in the UK. They gave each group of otters a selection of see-through containers with meatball treats visible inside. Each box would have to be opened by twisting or pulling a particular lid or handle. To get the food, otters had to solve the puzzle of how to open the containers. The otters made two attempts to solve the puzzle several months apart. The researchers found that if one otter cracked the puzzle, its closest friends quickly solved it too. They say this is evidence of social learning, in which animals learn from each other. The scientists also found that on average, the otters solved familiar puzzles 69% faster than the second time they saw them. The discovery that otters are able to find new food in new ways and pass that knowledge on to others could be important in their long-term survival. That's all for today's episode of Dream Green. I hope you liked it, and if you did, please follow the podcast, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com, and follow my Instagram at dreamgreenteens. Until next time, don't forget to dream green.